Welcome back. <laughs> I know it's been a long time. Wow. <laughs> yes, I know. Look at my face. <laughs> it looks like you've been. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of looks like you've been lost on an island for three months. <laughs> <laughs> So how are you been? It's been a long time. It's been a very long time. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple months. When was our last episode? I should check that. <laughs> I want to say it was like before Halloween. It was. I don't think we did an episode. Did we do an episode in October? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a I long time. It has been a long time. <laughs> what the hell, dude? So I guess that's. I guess we'll probably explain where we've been for the last three months, right? Wow, yeah, our last episode was October sixth. So okay, was, yeah, I, I thought it was October. That's what crazy. The hell? I think that's most, that, that, that's that's my fault. But uh, I'll I'll do the intro. It's been a while since I've done the intro. I guess we could fill it. you guys in on what's been happening. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, what is the intro again? I think I <clears throat> here we go. Welcome to History of Popcorn. Consider this your secret public movie club. We are a podcast that celebrates all things movies. We give you the latest industry news as fresh and organic as we can. We do movie reviews and we discuss just about everything movies. Uh, we have new episodes every week. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. We also have a visual. Uh, we also have a visual episode on YouTube. So hello if you're on the visual episode. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Elijah. I am Justin. I'm just imagining <laughs> like uh, like Price is Right type music playing right now. Uh, if you happen to hear any snaps, crackles, or pops during this, or see anything visual disturbing, it's because we do our sessions through Zoom. But we're happy you're here. But I guess I should explain my, my, the main reason why we haven't been on in like three months is mainly me, because <laughs> October I uh, was traveling a lot, mm -hmm. um, and we had a lot of plans to do Halloween stuff. Like there's still like. There's an exclusive that Justin filmed about the Universal Monsters that's coming out that you guys can oh, look yeah, forward to. That has that. that has not been released yet, but you have that to look forward to. Um, I so October, about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I have yet to post that. But October, I traveled a lot. November, I was sick for like half of it, which was insane. But I'm a lot better now. And then, so that was like half of November. And then the holidays came around to December-ish and like Thanksgiving and stuff. And I stayed here in Vegas. And then... Now we're in January. So that's why we haven't had an episode in three months. It's my fault. <laughs> Mostly because Justin, yeah. Justin was ready multiple times and I was not. I'm, I'm usually always <laughs> ready. Well, since it's a whole new year, I haven't even said happy new year on the podcast yet. Wow. Oh, happy new year. Yeah. This is uh yeah. So it's a whole new year. It's a whole last year. 2023 is year. now happening currently. Mm -hmm. So me and Justin wanted to take this time for our first episode of the year. To talk about our favorite movies of last year, 2022. Uh-huh. Um, so we compiled a list, and that's what we're going to be talking about. Do you, is, did you get all 10? A top 10 list? I don't have a solid 10. I just kind of <laughs> – because I couldn't – I couldn't – I couldn't really – it was really hard to – to um Remember them all? No, not remember no? them all. It was, it was really hard to number them. So I'm just going to like – I have I do have a favorite movie of the year. But okay. everything else is just kind of like – there's not really a – a number to it <laughs> all Everybody. right let's do it let's get into our countdown so yeah there's a huge disclaimer there's a lot of movies we haven't seen like we both haven't seen the whale but we're both trying to see it really soon mm -hmm. um 
There's just a lot of movies we haven't seen. <clears throat> Don't expect Top Gun Maverick or Avatar on my list. What? I'm just, yeah. Did yeah, you see I'm, Way of Water? I'm not. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I, I need to rewatch the first one. And also, like, honestly, like, I there, I, I just don't really have, I, I don't, I don't care. I'll, I, I'll be honest. The second one's better because you don't have to introduce anything and they just get right into, like, cool right. action stuff. But then again, it is really long and you feel it. So, pros yeah. and cons. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, I'm just, I, I know it's controversial, but I'm just going to wait until it gets on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everybody else has seen it. Congratulations. So, yeah. Um, and it's crossing some milestones. It doesn't seem like it's that popular. No one's really talking about it, but it's breaking records. Hey, yeah, I no, guess. it's, it's, <laughs> it's re- making billions. It took all of Babylon's money. <laughs> yeah, Babylon's doing, I don't know. I don't know. How, yeah, we'll talk about that at some other point. But right now, let's get into the countdown. We've been holding off for too long. Let's get mm-hmm. into this countdown. So my order is in order of which I saw the movies. Yours okay. is sporadic, I guess. And you're Very sporadic. Save your favorite till the end. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Do you want to go first or should I? Um, I don't think you're going to like. Well, mine's kind of generic at first. Let's let's start with you. Okay. So as like like I said, I'm I'm going in order of when it was released and or when I saw it. Usually when I saw it because it might have been released whatever. So uh, the, my first one is the Batman. I really like mm. this one because of um. Because of the implications, like it, it's a good setup for a universe. <laughs> it's a good setup for the universe, but I think Robert Pattinson was awesome. He has a good mixture yeah. of, um, honestly, I'm going to say Christian Bale and Val Kilmer because Val Kilmer's Batman is incredibly strange. Like actually, if you uh-huh. watch it, he he took it very awkwardly. Oh yeah, it was intentionally very weird, like that. And very weird Batman. Try to like look up documentaries or anything, interviews about that of how he, him actually talking about the character and how awkward it is and how he struggles with like just being a person, like socially. It's like you can uh-huh. tell that uh, Robert Pattinson is taking so much from that. And there's just so much about this movie that I loved. It oh, didn't yeah. have to be a Batman movie for it to no. look as beautiful as it was. It could have just been a sweet detective movie that could have stood alone. It just happens to be a Batman movie, which is incredible. And I love mm-hmm. what Matt Reeves did with it. Matt Reeves is incredible. I love what he's always been doing mm-hmm. since Cloverfield. Yeah, and I never saw the Paul. Bear. I never saw the Paul. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a, that's a good that's a good one though. That that one was uh, on my list, but I had a feeling that you were going to talk about it before me. So that's why it makes thinking. me feel. It makes me. It reminds me how long last year was because I was like, wow, the Batman came I out know. last year, <laughs> but it was, yeah. like, it was like February or something, right? Or March nice. last year was really long. Yeah, no, like <laughs> like I was in California last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's ridiculous! Oh my god, that felt like two two and a half. Which years we, ago. when we saw Men, which is not on my list, but it made yeah, an impression. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so mine actually. Speaking of California movies that we saw together, my number ten right now is uh, Chippendale. Oh yeah, Rescue Rangers. That's a good I know. one. It's super weird. Like I shouldn't like people. Like I keep telling people to see it, and people look at me like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But dude, when Elijah and I watched that movie, just from the trailer. Like yeah. we were already like, oh, this is like this is a funny, unique take, and the Lonely Island know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But when you actually watch the movie, the entire time Elijah and I are watching, like we were laughing a lot, but we were also just like, how in the fuck did they do this? Like yeah. it's like like they got they had so many liberties and the things that the way that they approach the the uh, the source material is just it's it's ingenious. It's like I think that it's it's one of the the most creative 
reboot movies I've I've seen in a long time and mm-hmm. the best live action CGI hybrid movie I've I've seen as as well in a, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as good as Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it, yeah. it it's complementing it so very well and while doing its own thing. And if you really like the Lonely Island, like their shorts and and you just like nostalgia stuff and like it not take itself too seriously this movie is so perfect and it's also just a great family movie too because there's stuff for adults and it's not pandering to children but it's not like the humor is like not like too adult it's i i loved it i think yeah. that it's a great great little movie and i don't care what anybody says that was go see awesome avatar time, yeah. 2 again <laughs> if you don't like it yeah all right so my number nine is a netflix movie called windfall Oh, good one. Good yeah. one. This one was directed by Charlie McDowell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Jason Siegel came up with the story as well with him. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. was one of those movies where it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's very like, I don't know if ambiguous is the right word, but it's just like, there's some, it's like you can interpret, like everyone can interpret this movie in so many ways. You can watch it three times, three different ways and be like, I'm going to watch it from this way. I'm going to watch it from uh-huh. this way. I'm going to watch it from this way but it doesn't change anything in the movie like mm-hmm. itself, but like your perspective of it truly changes. It's really good. The only thing yeah. I didn't like about it, I went into it skeptical is they pitched it as a Hitchcockian thriller, which put off, put me, put me off a little bit, but I ended up liking it a lot more than I'd like than I thought. So windfall. Yeah, dude. No, I, I absolutely love that movie. That movie is, it's, it's yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm loving this so far because you're saying movies that I really do. Yeah. Love and want to talk about, but I didn't know how to add them onto my list. So this mm-hmm. is perfect. No, Windfall is Jason Siegel. Yeah, no, he's he's really killing it. I'm actually kind of growing facial hair like Jason Siegel. I could see it. Yeah, he does <laughs> grow like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, he's great in it. And I just love how his his character is so mysterious. You don't really understand what he's doing. And then when yeah. you find out what he's doing, like the, they they set it up in such a way where it is kind of like a like you're grown because you're like, oh, dude, really? It's that. But it works because yeah. it's just, and also Jesse Plemons, oh my God, he's just, he's still like one of the like hands down best actors out there. Yeah. And this is the best performance I've seen from Billy Collins too. Yeah. This is like one of the only movies I remember being like, I, this, yeah, like this is good. I yeah. don't, it's I don't no, want to no remember Emily her as, in Paris. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to remember her as Emily in Paris, but I, I, I can't help I can't but believe associate. that show is still going on. Yeah, I know. It's, I've literally heard nothing but bad things I know. from everybody. It's because everyone Netflix it just gets just, eyes. It just gets eyes. They don't care yeah, if it's good so. or bad. Yeah, that's that's true. And people are talking about it. And people, I guess, are watching it. So, yeah, uh, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. A windfall is a great, great, great pick. And I, if I were you, I would watch the one I love because that movie is is really spectacular. The mm-hmm. discovery is it's whatever. Um, okay, my number nine. Let's go with um hustle the adam sandler that one's so good it's not yeah. on my list but i like it that one i'm surprised about that because that's the most, literally hustle is the most elijah movie it I've is. Seen in my entire life it's yeah. basketball it's adam sandler it's like rocky meets um uh uh jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. it's a perfect adam sandler yeah performance like like uncut gems like yeah he got to like really like go insane and punch drunk love he got to like do like what he usually did, but in a much more serious and toned, uh, toned down way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spanglish is whatever, but this movie and Funny People, like mm-hmm. I think, are two of his best performances because 
he's just so he, he's just he plays the the role of like somebody that's down on their luck but not giving up like it's something that's so inspiring yeah. about it and his, he's just he's amazing and the other what's what's the basketball player's name his name's Juancho Hernan Gomez dude that mother also is yeah. like the way that they casted actual athletes yeah you think it's gonna go like space jam where the acting is gonna be super cringe but it's not like yeah. everybody does a really great job and like half of the the cast like i watched it with with a friend of mine who or you met uh when we were in california she was like um she's like oh that's a basketball player that's a basketball player yeah and i was like, like really i was like yeah. they're, they, like they're doing like a fucking great job like who, yeah. like the person that directed it killed it like they, yeah. they they everybody did a fantastic job on that and the yeah. fact that adam sandler didn't get at least nominated for a golden globe i think is absolutely mm. ridiculous yeah the main two people the main two basketball players in that were minnesota timberwolves at the time and one of them still is but i'm just super proud of that it should have been on my list but i enjoyed it thoroughly i it's rewatchability is through the roof for me and it's oh, yeah. just and it's on netflix so it's accessible and i can rewatch it all the time but yeah, that's a good pick. I like yeah, that one I a love, lot too. Love, love, love that movie. And just you know what? <laughs> like hands down, like like Adam Sandler's doing such good with his career right now. You can tell mm-hmm. that he's definitely now like, okay, I've made enough money. I've done enough movies for yeah. myself. I want the words now. So I have number eight is everything everywhere all at once. Ooh. Eight. Well, it's it's just an order of viewing. It's oh, not right. top 10. It's just counting down of when oh, I saw them. Dude, I love, <laughs> love that movie. Love it. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot. So everyone knows why I love that movie, but it's super innovative. The directors are awesome. I love how they went from music videos into actual crazy movies. So yeah, we'll talk about that wants. more later because I definitely have that on my list. Okay. Um, let's go with. Hmm. <laughs> this is number eight, right? Yes. So this is number seven. Eight? Eight. Okay. Uh, let's go with... Let's Okay, this one, like, you and I talked about it before, and I kind of gave it a, a mixed review at first, but I watched it again on accident, and mm-hmm. I just loved it. Like, I immediately, I was like, I changed my mind. This movie's a masterpiece, and it's a vengeance. Yeah. A BJ, BJ Novak movie. Like, I, at first, when I watched it, because the ending just threw me off so much, and... I just I was like, man, that that ending sucked. But then when I rewatched the movie, the ending is freaking like like the entire movie, like the way that he set it up. It's it's a movie that is just like all about regret. And it's not about like it's not like this mystery movie that you think it's going to be. It's just Mm -hmm. it's about this guy falling in love with somebody who he's never going to ever meet again. And and it's really heartbreaking. Like it's like even though it's the BJ Novak is the writer of The Office. And the movie does have really, really funny moments and really great lines. It's a freaking heartbreaking movie. Yeah. And like, it's definitely not a feel. It's not, it's not a crowd pleaser. Like the ending of the movie, like you're definitely like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that, this, this is something that's going to stay with him and haunt him yeah. for the rest of his life. Like it's like very like unforgivable stuff. And not just that, I cannot believe I'm saying this, like these words are coming out of my mouth. But this is the the best performance that Ashton Kutcher has ever given. Why would you say you can't believe that? Well, because he's been awful. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. He's been awful, so he doesn't have a high bar. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like this movie is is like his whale. Like, 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 like. Yeah. Honestly, like the monologues he gives and the way that he like talks he's and cool, just the, yeah. 
It's it's amazing. Like he doesn't even really look. He's or, really or sound it's because like he's himself. calm. He's a calm guy in the movie. He's not. Calm. His his characters are never really that calm. But yeah. this movie, I think that B, I think it's just, I think it's just great writing and and the directing. I think B J Novak yeah. just knew how to he knew how to rein him in. And like yeah. he was like in interviews that I saw of, of him, like they were talking about Ashton Kutcher. He was like, well, he gave me my first job, so I wanted to give him like a really good movie because mm-hmm. he hasn't really like 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 people like the hollywood hasn't really utilized him like they should mm-hmm. and i agree like this I, the only other movie i can think of that i liked ashton kutcher in was um no strings attached yeah but even that, that movie like he's just really playing himself yeah but, yeah, but i i loved the movie and the mystery like even though you can kind of see where it's going towards the end that ending I swear to you, you're not, you're going to be like, oh, whoa. And I, it's, it's, you're going to be very mixed about it. And I, I just thought that it was really, I thought that it was, it was, it was really well made. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if people are going to, I don't know if pe- how many people have seen this one, but it's an HBO movie. It premiered on HBO. Um, this is called The Survivor. Did you hear about this one? It's with uh, Ben Foster. Um, Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. mm. Billy Magnuson. It's about Harry Haft, and it's like a true story how he Danny has to DeVito, be- huh? Yeah, he has to become a boxer in a uh, what's it called in a concentration camp. It's really crazy, and it's by Barry Levinson. Um, oh, what? This is just getting better and better. You can call it artsy in a way, but it's just such a, and it's really long. But the movie itself is had me feeling like everything. And I think Ben Foster is incredibly underrated. And I think he does a beautiful job in this movie. Um, And like, it's another one of those things where you're like, really, they cast Danny DeVito as the corner guy in a boxing ring as a trainer. Like you want to like, that's pretty goofy, but it it worked for me. And I thought the movie was incredible. Uh, And uh, yeah, the survivor and Elvis. Uh, we've talked okay. about Elvis a lot, so those are my seven and six. That's perfect because I wanted to talk about Elvis next. El- Elvis, I think, is originally mm-hmm. Elvis was like top tier for me, mm-hmm. but then I watched it again and I was like, it's still really good. Yeah. But the first time I saw it, it blew me away because I had no, literally, I had the lowest of the expectations seeing this movie. Right. And my buddy uh, Jeremiah, he was he was like, um, he was like, let's go see it, and I was like, I guess, but I mean, like, I I he really was like. Don't. Yeah. Let's go see it. <laughs> I, mean, I showed him the trailer because like like the night before, like I showed him the trailer because he yeah. didn't even know the Elvis movie was coming out. And the main thing I wanted to show him was like Tom Hanks looks like a like he like he looks so yeah. bad in this movie. But then he watched the trailer and he was like, Oh Justin, that looks bloody fantastic. He's yeah. like, We gotta go see that tomorrow. And I was like, I guess. All right. And then like just from like the beginning. When Tom Hanks is like doing his like little narration, like whatever voice that he's doing, immediately I was like, "Yep, this movie is gonna be awful." And then right when you see Austin Butler, and right when he starts singing, and the way that he's just the way that he just is, I was like, yeah. "Oh, f- I love this so it's much." It's disorientingly a good film. And then in the way like Baz Luhrmann too directed it, I think it was great because there's a lot of people, a lot of people. That are like because people take their Elvis very seriously. Oh yeah, and so people, a lot of people, like our review of it, didn't it? Like, yeah, that's yeah. the most. It's our most viewed video. That's hilarious. But uh, people are like, oh my god, this is like I study Elvis. Like this, this is not how that happened. This is not that that happened. Yeah. It's like, dude, Baz Luhrmann directed this. The guy that did Moulin Rouge. 
Yeah. Of course, it's not going to go the way mm. that. And, and it's also it's from I think the the great approach that they did with it is that it's not in Elvis's perspective. It's in it's this other guy mm-hmm. who is trying to control him. It's his story mm-hmm. and the way that he's trying to make himself look good by even though he doesn't, <laughs> he, he makes himself look worse and worse. But I think it's just a great approach. And I just I think that Baz Luhrmann did a great job and just just Austin Butler, man, like he. I haven't seen the whale yet, so I've only yeah. seen like one clip of the whale in the trailer, of course. And I do think that Brendan Fraser is most likely going to get it, but I, Austin, I, it's either him or Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excuse me, I almost just died. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the Austin Butler freaking kills it. Even though I gotta say, Tom Hanks, his performance. This is the worst performance I've ever seen him give. Like the like with Austin Butler. Yeah, I've had I've had a lot of conversations recently about Tom Hanks, and I've been telling people Tom Hanks hasn't been intriguing since like 2010 or something. Yeah, really? (laughs) Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. His last like actual like oh, that's an okay role is Captain Phillips, but he didn't do anything extraordinary with that. The movie Mm -hmm. itself was just very um, stressful. It's just a stressful movie itself, so it's it's just a good movie. But Tom Hanks wasn't a good like he was who wasn't the best part of that movie. Yeah. And the bridge of spies too. Like he's just like it's like okay, let's just get Tom Hanks and he's just gonna talk for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, it. It is, yeah, yeah. I did so I did seven and six. You did seven. What is your six? Uh, my number six. Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Yay! Yes. Yeah. No. I. That's another movie. That like at first I was like I don't know how I feel about this ending. Yeah. Then I watched it again. I was like this movie's freaking brilliant mm-hmm. because like. Not really spoiler, but I mean, like, it's like, there's no, it's not what you think it is. And like, it's so funny that some people, like their reviews of it is like, oh my God, this movie, the marketing was terrible. Like, like it was trying to be screened, but it's not, it's nothing like that. It's like, you guys are so stupid. You guys are (laughs) not even realizing that it's making fun of you. Like, you're the reason, like this, the movie, of course, there's no, there's, there's not really, I can't really say anything without spoiling it, but yeah, it's, bodies, it is, bodies, bodies is a good one. It's great, and the cast is amazing. If you <laughs> like, if you like Pete Davidson, he's he's a, he's in it for 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 he's in bit. it <laughs> he's in it for a wee bit. Um, also, little shout out, even though it's not making my list, but I mean, like, Meet Cute as well was not honorable like, mention. Was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's not the best movie, but it, like, he, I think that he is taking a kind of a smart approach. With his career right now, instead yeah, of but you and I are excited for that new show he's coming out with, Bumpkiss, because they released that that footage with Joe oh, Pesci. It looks just wonderful. just Joe Pesci, man. I'm I just wonderful. want I just want Joe Pesci smoking a cigarette and singing Earth Angel. That was crazy. His voice with, is insane. <laughs> with Brad Garrett too sitting there and like they're all smoking cigarettes and like like just the entire thing. I was like, what is this gonna be? Yeah, <laughs> this this looks interesting. But uh, yeah, so bodies, 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 amazing. And also shout out to Rachel Sinet giving one of the best performances of the year. Yeah, and one of the funniest lines. And it's <clears> also <throat> one of those movies that's like it is pretty woke, you know, and it has like the all female cast. <laughs> but it's not, it's not in your face, you know. It's like, oh, yeah. it's, and it has things to say about our generation without it being like, oh my god, these kids these days. It's like yeah. you could tell it's like directed by people of our generation. It's very much like Shiva Baby. Where you can tell it's like not talking down to us. Yeah, bodies, bodies, bodies is good. It's good, good, 
it does a good job of doing that. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's 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 fantastic. It's one of one of my faves. One of the faves. So now we've made it to our top five, right? This is a top five. Yes. Yeah. Um, my next one is a documentary Gross. called Marcel <laughs> the Shell with shoes oh, on. Oh my god, that's what I want to see so bad. Um, so I recently watched an interview with Darren Aronofsky. I think it was on Jimmy Fallon or something. Uh-huh. And he was talking about the whale and he was talking about how um, people would could tell what a good movie was is, is if it made you cry. And he was like, hashtag cry together. And that's what he wants the whale to do. So I'm excited to cry in the whale, but Marcel, the shell with shoes on made me cry a couple of times because it's just such a soft, it's such a soft movie about life. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. Uh, it was just, very, very incredible. I would recommend it. And the guy who made it, um, I think his name is Dean. Let me, ch- yeah, Dean Fleischer Camp. He's making the new live action uh, Lilo and Stitch. So we'll see how that goes. If you watch Marcel the Shell with shoes on, you'll have a little hope. Mm-hmm. But then you're thinking Disney is probably going to drop the ball. And, yeah, but most I, likely. I'm going to trust Dean, the director. Yeah. We'll see what happens because the movie's beautiful. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I definitely want to see that one. <clears throat> yeah. All right. My number five is going to be the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yay. Yes. If like if hustle is Elijah's like like Elijah in a movie, yeah. unbearable weight of massive talent is Justin in a movie. Like yes, I can't. Is. Like I've heard from multiple people, multiple people. Um, did you did you write this movie? Like is, is, is <laughs> you the one that, that did this and like you just didn't take credit for it because yeah. like it's like. It, it is my dream movie. Like, I, I can't imagine. Like, the ending of the movie definitely, it, it, it takes it takes a nosedive a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it kind of overstays its welcome a tad. But the relationship between Nicolas Cage, his character, and uh, Pedro Pascal is just so infectious. Like, when you're watching it, like, you just can't help but smile. And their, their chemistry is so good. And it's honestly the most relaxed I've ever seen Nicolas Cage, too. Mm-hmm. And the scene, there's this one scene where I just knew I freaking loved the movie. And even though the movie didn't make that much money in the box office, which is a shame, uh, there's this one scene that's so bizarre. And it's Nicolas Cage talking to a young Nick Nicolas Cage. And he calls him Nicky. Mm-hmm. And they're at this bar. And Nicky's like telling him, like, you got to be a an action star and then he gets him up and then he just starts making out with him yeah it was cage making out with himself it's just it, it blows your mind the like, last line of that scene insane. is incredible though oh yeah oh yeah tell him nick cage kisses good yeah, yeah. <laughs> smooch is good smooch is good oh it's yeah so no, good. it's 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 the one of the funniest it's definitely one of my it's it's in my top 100 favorite movies of all time like it's yeah. a good comfort movie and if you if you i keep telling people too if you like nicholas cage's movie's perfect for you but even if you don't like nicholas cage this movie's still perfect for you because yeah. it's not like it's it's one of those movies where it's like a fever dream like yeah it's it's insane it's not like being john malkovich where it's like really just trippy but yeah. being john malkovich doesn't like it talks about john malkovich's career but it's not about him it's mm. about it's about these weirdos doing mm. some weird things. This movie's just critiquing Nicolas Cage's work and his entire career, and the fact that he is just so game on making fun of himself is just absolutely amazing. Like yeah. I, I, I really think this is one of his best 
his best performances because he just lets loose. Nicolas Cage is just one of the greatest actors of all time. Also, I can't wait to see him play Dracula. Did you see the trailer for that? Did movie? you see the trailer? Oh, dude, that movie looks hilarious. Yeah. I just it's, love it's how a... they don't show him too much. Yeah. But also, I'm just glad to see Nicholas Holt in a movie that's not like stupid. I mean, this movie, <laughs> it looks stupid, but I mean, like, he, like, I just like seeing him have fun and not like the last movie that I saw of him that I liked was, I think, Warm Bodies. Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. He's that been pretty low key. He did some TV stuff. But yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Any <laughs> hootie. But yeah. Uh, no, unbearable Way to Master Talent. Go see it if you still haven't. Literally the, one of the funniest movies of the year and uh, maybe of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. So my number four is Funny Pages. Do you remember me oh, talking about this one? Seen that. Yes. That's on my list. I want to yeah. see it so very badly. It's about a comic book writer in New York, I think, or Jersey or somewhere in the East Coast. And mm-hmm. uh, he uh, befriends another person who worked in the comic book industry and it's just such a dark dark like it's a dark dark comedy yeah you'll know that based on the first 10 minutes of the movie you'll be like oh this is what i'm in for because you experience like everything you're going to experience in the movie in the first 10 minutes like Ooh. that's that's like if you can make it through the first 10 minutes you'll make it through the whole movie and oh, so it's like a make or break yeah like if you don't walk out in the first 10 minutes from discomfort and just everything that happened you're just like okay oh really oh, i mean I'm excited for me, it was a moment of like, I was so stunned that I was sitting there for another 10 minutes and then like the whole movie continued and I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. But it was, that's yeah, how I felt uh, so when, when I saw, um, I, it's not my list, but when I saw Fresh, that's how I felt. I, I, I had like 15 movies on my list and I cut it down to 10. Yeah. Fresh was on my list too. Yeah. I cut it. It's a good honorable mention. Yeah. Fresh is good. If you haven't seen that, so it's on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. What's your number four, Justin? Number four, I'm going to go with this movie. It's a little movie that nobody, like people were talking about it for a split second, <laughs> um, but, but not, not, not really that much anymore, but it's called Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Okay. Apple, that. Is that an Apple movie? Apple TV plus. I hate Apple, <clears throat> but whatever. I'm surprised that made it on here. Wow. I'm su- well, I mean, so, I had an Apple TV project made it on your thing though. That's surprising. Oh dude. No, I got Apple TV now because oh, I good. Yeah, no, there, I have there's a lot one. coming. Yeah. There's another honorable mention, though. Like, I know you're going to make fun of me for it. but Did I'm you? Gonna, is it spirited? Yes, it is. Yeah, I fell asleep watching that. Not because I was disinterested, but I, one of the parts I watched, I loved it. And the people I watched it with loved it. And I, oh, dude, it's, 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 it was really enjoyable from what I saw. I tried to watch it, it twice, <laughs> but it, I fell asleep it's, twice. It's, it's, it's such a cute movie. Yeah, I really want to watch this. Cha Cha Real Smooth is like this movie direct, written, directed, and starring this guy, Cooper Rafe. Reef, I can't remember exactly how to say his name. And he also does this other movie called Shit House forever ago. He's definitely one of those guys where you could tell he's he, he doesn't have a lot of range, but he surrounds himself with really, really great supporting actors. And one of them being the best performance um, I've seen in uh, probably of the year is Dakota Johnson. He's this he's a bar mitzvah DJ. Like he's like a party starter like he gets he gets people like dancing and stuff okay He's like, a hype man <laughs> yeah basically and he is just drinking like he's just an alcoholic too he's just he's just like a um out of college not knowing what to do and then he meets this girl who's dakota johnson she's like this unstable mother who has this autistic daughter and she likes him with her 
with the autistic daughter. And so she's kind of like, Hey, if you want like to help me out, like while my husband is away and doing all this business, that'd be really cool. And of course, like a little romance sparks up and she's like, it can definitely be in the category of like manic pixie dream girl, mm-hmm. but her performance is so good. Like I just, I, I did not think that she was, ca- <clears throat> I didn't think she was capable of, of delivering a performance like this. And Brad Garrett's in it as yeah. well. And he plays, he plays his stepdad and oh my God, like that's the, the, the uh, dynamic between um, Cooper's character and Brad Garrett is just hilarious. And Leslie Mann plays his mom. Like there's just a lot of, there's a lot of stuff like the, the entire movie. I watched it with a friend of mine and we were like, like the first, like, I think it was like the first 20 minutes we were like, Oh no, we're going to cry. <laughs> and, and we definitely did because it's, it, it hits some, it's some pretty deep, deep. And like, I know there's some criticisms about like, you know, like this guy writing, directing and starring his own movie and Dakota Johnson being just in love with him. It's just kind of like, okay, really? Oh, people always do that. Yeah. But it, it, it's it, the, the approach. Like if you, if you're, if you ride the wave, the, mm-hmm. the, the approach to it is actually, it's very realistic. It's one of, one of the most realistic movies that I've seen about mm-hmm. like these, like people that you meet in your life where they, even though it's never, it's not going to last and there's, but there's this, there's this like connection that's always going to stick with you, you know, and it's going to it forever, not really changes you, but it just impacts your life in, in a certain way, even if it's not permanent. And that's yeah. what I think that the movie does really, really well. So yeah, cha-cha real smooth. Wow. Yeah. I, I only saw like one teaser of that and I thought it was about the creation of the cha-cha. Yeah. I'm no, not going to lie. I'm well, not lying. <laughs> it was a rant. Like, honestly, it was like one of the most random movies because I saw shit house forever ago and I like shit house. And I just like, I just saw Dakota Johnson. I saw Leslie Mann. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, what? Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And just immediately, like once the movie started, I was like, Oh, this movie's like, it's, it's really funny as well. Like, like the, the lines that this guy writes are like really like they're, it's really clever. And the way that he interacts with the kids too, because he doesn't give a, there's this part where he, like, it's like a bat mitzvah. Like, he's doing bat mitzvahs. He literally plays, he plays a, a wop. He plays what up, what up. Yeah. And like, like just dancing with these kids, and the moms are just super pissed. And they're like, they go over to him. And they're like, "Are you drinking vodka?" Because he has this vodka and this like, this water bottle. It's hilarious, <laughs> even though it's like really sad. <laughs> it's pathetic, <laughs> but but it's 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 hilarious. And like, yeah, no, I. I and his performance is like quirky enough to like <clears throat> pass it. But the main star though is Dakota Johnson. She's just absolutely amazing in it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. I'm done. Oh yeah. Okay. So my number three is the menu. I was surprised. By oh, this. I want to see that. Yeah, there's a lot that there's still yeah, like uh, Justin said, there's still a lot we all have to see. But the menu surpassed my expectations because I thought I knew what this movie was going to be and I feel like we all watch the trailer and we all think we know what it's going to be kind of thing like we all have this idea of like oh I'm not going to see this for so and so because I know it's going to do this or sort of thing I I thought that and I went mm-hmm. and when I went into the movie by the end of it I was greatly pleased with the outcome of everything that happened I like that I didn't know what was going to happen next the entire mm-hmm. time and I like the characters uh, like you said Nicholas Holt he want him to do something really good. Oh, he's, is he in that? Really good in this. Yeah. He plays nice. a really good. He's a pretentious uh food guy. Good. And he's on a date with Anya Anya Taylor Joy and it's really good. I know you like her. Yeah, it's a good and Ray <laughs> Fines. Ray Fines is really incredible in this. Yeah. He plays he plays a high-end chef. If you don't know what the menu is, 
just a couple goes to this high-end chef that's super, super exclusive to the top, like 0.01% of people. And uh, things just start to go crazy and people start dying and there's all a reason for it. And you kind of wonder why the whole mm-hmm. one. It's just a mystery. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, no, I definitely need to see that. That's on HBO Max now, right? It has premiered on HBO Max, yes. Nice. Barbarian. Yay, that was on my yeah. list. Had to cut it. Honorable mention, yep. though. I'm glad you said it. Barbarian is just like what you said. You think, or just like we said about the menu, you think you know where it's going, and mm-hmm. you try to be like pretentious movie snob about it. You're like, oh, man, it's going to be this kind of movie. And then it takes a fucking turn, and you're just like, you're, you're along for the ride. And even though the movie is super disturbing it's (laughs) freaking disturbing as hell it is horrifying but it is also the the probably like unbearable way of massive talent is the second funniest movie of the year but this movie is definitely the funniest movie of the year like there's there are scenes in this movie that are just so stupid Mm -hmm. and characters make dumb decisions but it's so self-aware where you you forgive it and like i and Justin Long, man, like the character, he's hard to watch. He does some despicable things. He says some awful, horrible, no good, very bad things. He accuses something that's terrible and really hard to watch. But damn it, dude, his performance is so funny. Like he's, he's awesome, just, yeah. he's such an idiot. <laughs> it's great seeing him just bumble around and have fake boobs in his face. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Um, but, um, Zach but ben, I think, yeah, Zach Krager, I think did a really great job at this because I think the best way for, I just want to describe this movie as it is a studio risk, like a studio movie. Oh risk. yeah. And I think that's my way to describing it for people who are like, especially what is this movie? It's like, like it's a risky thing to release for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically it's under Disney now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, no. And the fact that they, that they, because it's, it's searchlight. So, yeah. I mean, like, and that's like, they're it's like the independence. Yeah. But I mean, like the fact that they did like Searchlight, even though it's an independent company, it's still a pretty big independent company. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So they like the fact that they like and for a horror movie too, like like this caliber, that's not a Jason Bloom uh, Blumhouse. Thing, yeah, I think that. Yeah, no, that like they really they did a great job at like at marketing this and having it just be that word of mouth where people were like, oh, dude, you have to go see this movie. And literally mm-hmm. every single person that I, after I saw the movie, every single person that I've talked to, I'm like, you have to see it. And they're like, well, what's it about? And I was like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you anything about it. And every single time they come back to me and they're just like, what the f- <clears throat> is that, dude? But nobody. Yeah, the caveman description, I would say, is a woman in a basement in a house. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. No, no, but, the, the yeah. Amazing. Okay. So now we're on number two. Um, this one. This one is right up my alley, and it, it I liked it a lot more. Like, I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm probably going to like that movie. But this movie made me cry, like, four times. Um, it was The Fablemans. Steven Spielberg's oh, The Fablemans. If you grew up wanting to make movies or grew up enjoying movies, if you grew up having any, any inclination of wanting to know what movies were, this movie is for you because the way they – like, it feels like you're watching kind of your childhood in a way – when he's doing movies and stuff, he, it's a auto, semi-autobiographical movie by Steven Spielberg. And it's about his childhood. Um, it's incredible. The way he depicts him discovering movies is just, you can tell that why he's been around for like, what, is it 50 years? <laughs> How yeah, long has he been much. making movies? Since, since the 60s. So yeah, it's insane. late 60s. The Fablemans is incredible. Two and a half hours. I didn't mind. I didn't care. Like, it was so good. 
How uh, is Seth Rogen in it? He's good. He's he's not over the top. He's he plays a really good role, a crucial role in the movie, and it's he's he brings a lot of heart to it. Um, but I saw the Fablemans. Uh, I think I, I think it was uh, Avatar and uh, Babylon all in the same week. Holy shit! Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna say the same day. No, was that like, was a lot. That was a long week of movies. It was like three consecutive days, and I was like, these are all long movies. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, I, I first thought you were going to say that was the day that you had. And I was like, that no. is insane. You must have lost your mind. Yeah, that would have been exhausting. I, I did it in a week. <laughs> but yeah, those no, are all two and a half hour plus movies. Almost all three yeah. hour plus. Like, it's insane. But Fablemans mm-hmm. is incredible. Beautiful. <sighs> uh, so my I, I just watched this movie, but I still love it. It's uh, Glass Onion. Yay, that one's good. Yeah. It's not on my top, but I did enjoy it a lot. I, at first, like the trailers and stuff, like I think you and I talked about the trailers made me worried. I was like, okay, this is going really wacky. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's like a, now a comedy, like knives out. It was funny, but it was very, uh, uh, it had a specific tone. Yeah. But the, tr- right when the, the, the promotional stuff for glass signing came out, I was like, oh no, we're going, we're going full wacky. Yeah. And then the first like 10 minutes I was watching the movie. And I was once again trying to be pretentious movie guy and be like, mm, this yeah. isn't like the first one. But then like I just got this grin on my face when they were like opening that box and Kate Hudson is being like all wacky. I, was, like, I love this movie. And then right when you see Daniel Craig, like his opening scene in the bathtub. Yeah, no, I thought this movie like after a while, like I thought this movie was freaking genius, like from start to finish. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think Knives Out is a better movie, but this movie is so much more entertaining. Yeah. With like these cast of characters that are just so freaking entertaining. Like it's so funny. And I just got to give a special shout out to um, Dave Batista. I think that he is just killing it. Like yeah. he's taking The Rock for his money, dude. The Rock. Well, the Rock yeah, that's going around right him. now. Have you seen those yeah. interviews where he's like, I'm not trying to be The Rock. I'm trying to be a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And you know what? He's not wrong. I know it's that true. people, Cause, yeah, people I, took I'm, that as a diss, but it's like, it's, at I least mean, he's, he's trying. Yeah. He's, he's, he's taking these roles where you like. You would never see Dwayne Johnson now, maybe 10, mm-hmm. maybe 15 years ago. But yeah. Now he would never do a movie like Blade Runner. He would never do a movie like. No. Um, Glass Onion at all. Well, he especially like movies like this because he doesn't want to be the sidelines, like in the sidelines. He wants to be, I am the rock. People He's are seeing company. this movie for yeah. me. He's a company now. He won't. Yeah. Which sucks because, I mean, like, I remember when Southland Tales and like Walking Tall, like, yeah. That's what I mean. Bad, like, everything early, you know? fif- or, like 15 years ago, he was way, he was incredible. Like, mm-hmm. Walking Tall and, uh, what was that other one that he did? That was kind of similar to that one. Uh, oh, the rundown. Uh, I like the oh, rundown. Oh, the rundown. Too. Yeah, the rundown's great. Incredible. But even though those movies, like, it's still like the same persona that he was doing, but there's like something about him that's like a little more willing to like, you know, take some chances, like some minor chances. But <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, but I just want to do a special shout out to him. But also Daniel Craig, man, I mm-hmm. just love that he is just embracing this role now and like and like this this new version of himself i was just talking to my yeah, his post about, his post bond there is going to be very interesting it's amazing like he's doing a great he's just job. really wanting to get out of that contract and just yeah. start doing movies like this i was talking to my coworker about this movie and him he was like i did not like his james bond honestly didn't even think of him as that good of an actor but he was like ever since i saw uh knives out 
Right. I was like, okay, you know what? I think I do like this guy. I like him. I like him more not being serious. I like him being like freaking wacky and just like mm-hmm. not taking himself seriously. And the twists and turns in Glass Onion are just like, even though they're super, super over the top. Yeah. It's it's like the the writing, I think, is still really, really good. Even if like it can be kind of, it can be outlandish. Like it's definitely, yeah. like I said, it's not like Knives Out. Like yeah. it has the same character, the same. I mean, that's what he wants too. So, cause he's always compared it to those, uh, to the, who is the, uh, the author that she, Agatha Christie. Oh, Agatha Christie. Yeah. They're all yeah. drastically different. It's just, there's mm-hmm. one, it's just all the same detective. So, well, yeah. And it reminded me like his character, especially reminds me of Columbo. I don't know if you've ever seen Columbo, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like where he just acts so dumb to the point where he gets the people very comfortable around him to be like, ah, whatever. And then he just freaking like, he's just like, I got you. Like you're, you're, you really thought, you really thought it was going to be that easy for idiot. But um, yeah, no, I loved it. I think, I think Daniel Craig is amazing. Did you look up the, uh, did you look up the, like the extra cameos and stuff in it? Like, Oh yeah. Justin Gordon-Levitt's in every single movie of his. Oh, is Justin Gordon-Levitt in it? Yeah. He's in every single Ryan Johnson movie. He's in this one too. That's hilarious. He's the gong at the time in the whole building. He's the one huh. saying gong. That's, That's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So yeah, Netflix is glass annual. So I know what you thought. So let's see. I'm going to say my number one now, Justin. And sure. uh, I saw this on the last day of the year. Noah Baumbach's White Noise came out on Netflix uh, on the last day of the year. And I texted you. That's your favorite movie? No, it's just the order of, oh. I don't have a favorite of the year. Oh, right, right, right. right, right, right Mine's right. just counting down of when I saw it. I them. keep forgetting. This movie is a horror movie, a, a road trip comedy, family comedy slash like, I don't know. This movie goes over so many things and it does it so well. And the end credits are worth the price of admission. Hmm. Um, I wish I saw this movie in theaters because there's this one scene. If you don't know, White Noise is about this family. I think it's in the... I'm not sure when it takes place, but they uh, experience an airborne toxic event through an accident and uh, they all have to flee their house and it just ruins the whole family over time. And some like, it's just hard to explain because that's just the beginning of the movie. Hmm. So you have to watch it. I do like Noah Bobbuck. It's incredible. Um, I haven't had a chance to rewatch it yet, but it's insane. I love nice. the performances. I've never really liked Adam Driver up until this point, honestly. I didn't like it, him in Marriage Story. I didn't like him in. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really like him in much. I I was impressed, but I but I haven't been a fan of his. I was a right. fan of him after this. Um, yeah, you should watch. Uh, have you ever seen What If? Yeah, with Daniel Radcliffe. I that one was pretty him. fun. I love yeah. him in that movie. I like. Just that had one. sex and I'm gonna eat nachos. Yeah, the best day of my life. <laughs> that's true um yeah that's a good one i i have not seen i watched like the first 10 <clears throat> 10 minutes of white noise and then i go to work oh man and just just the first 10 minutes i was like okay this is pretty this is pretty fun yeah um i love don Cheadle too don Cheadle just there's one like, one one scene in the entire there's one scene in the movie i'll say where adam driver gets gas it's one of the most scary scenes i've ever seen really yeah, like my heart was beating. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, it's hard to explain without actually seeing. It, but when it's he, one of those movies, too, it's the only it's like, yeah. It's like it's, unfilmable. Like they they said the book is like unfilmable. 
Yeah, it's very bizarre. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it's based on a book. It made me interested in the book, but it's very bizarre and it's good. And I can kind of tell that from the visuals of the movie. Mm -hmm. But you should watch it and let me know what you think. I will. (laughs) All righty. My number one, we already talked about a little bit, is everything, everywhere, all at once. Wow. It's amazing. I think I can't. I I think that this is like one of uh, just the one of the best, most creative movies of all time. Like I just think that it's it's such a unique, crazy, wild, weird, bizarre, hilarious movie. And and like it's it has action. It has it has romance. It has it has just all these like things. It's like about family. It's about uh, culture. You know, it's got all it. It's about doing taxes. And, you know it's just and it's just about life and i just i just love this awesome. like it's a great movie and like just the performances too are absolutely insane everybody's great in this and uh uh key kihu uh kwan from, from temple of doom like he's absolutely amazing and of course michelle yo she's <laughs> she carries the entire the entire movie even though at first her character is not really the most likable I don't think she's supposed um, to be. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was just gonna say. She's got not, an arc. <laughs> I watched. I watched the movie with a friend of mine, and she was like, "She's homophobic." As I was like, "I think that that's the point." I, think we gotta, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You know what? I think we got to do. You know what? This is a wild concept. I think we got to finish the movie." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there's oh, something. Man. I think I think this is gonna come back in some way. <laughs> there's so many things in this. Like this movie's insane. Like, it's, yeah. and the fact that like this is like the multiverse movie that we all needed that, that yeah. isn't a marvel or dc yeah, this came out the same best. year as doctor strange multiverse of madness this is the multiverse movie yeah you should watch exactly no it really 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 jamie is. lee curtis and, said that too <laughs> she's like don't yeah. go see that go see this one and then yeah. they're like would you work with marvel she's like sure and they're like really <laughs> after you said that she's like yeah <laughs> yeah the way these guys just talk about life while being completely out of their minds is just brilliant and i yeah. i love it and i i haven't seen a movie this year that affected me like everything everywhere all at once did mm-hmm. so Boom, that's mic drop. That's one. yeah yeah those are that was even 20 think, those 20 plus movies that we just talked about Woo! I, I think even if we saw the whale that it wouldn't be making our list too i have no idea but like i am gonna end up seeing movies that carry over into this year and i'm like ah oh, there might be one that i'm like i can't put that on my yeah. list because i technically didn't see it <laughs> i know there's still movies that i want to see and yeah. like you know um mine's like a time uh, capsule of like well these right. are ones i saw in that year right yeah 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 i guess that's true. <laughs> um but yeah no that i really really want to see the whale though even though like i know because i saw the play so i right. know what i'm getting myself into i know what happens in it and the play is like it's pretty hard to watch. And the fact like the reviews that I've read, like, or just seen and everyone's just like, um, there's no adaptation. Like it's like, it's literally from stage to like, they just filmed it. Yeah. That has me just like worried, but they're like, Brendan Fraser's of course is good. But I mean like, because the play, it's definitely a play. You know? Have you like, seen dialogue. that there's a, a uh, that uh, James Corden said that he was originally supposed to play it with uh, Tom Ford directing it. Yeah, I did see that. I'm glad. And he was, he keeps talking. He's like, also, I uh, uh, almost played Samwise Gamgee in the Lord of the Rings, but I didn't get it. It's like, why are you putting this out there for these alternate timelines to branch out now? Yeah. Come on. (laughs) We don't need to know that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, yeah, I was just gonna say like that. You we didn't get that it. role for a reason. <laughs> yeah, don't stop, stop digging yourself in a hole, James Corden. <laughs> stop people, saying you're not a good actor and not yeah, getting roles. <laughs> people already don't like you, and you're making it very hard to like you sometimes. I, I'm, I've been trying to, to defend him. Like I, I defended him on the prom when he got nominated for the Golden Globe. And everyone yeah, was like, what he, the I, I defended like, him a lot it, too. I'm like. I went to carpool karaoke. I defended him. I'm like, do people yeah. are people really upset that he's not actually driving? Yeah, who cares? Like that's how Hollywood works. You're you're, it's, you're technically not supposed to drive in Hollywood because yeah. it's illegal and film. But, but then he does it like you know the restaurant fiasco and like oh yeah, that place him, is good. <laughs> just him talking sometimes too. I'm just like, okay, yeah. you're making it really hard to defend you. I'm gonna go back to defending Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> At least Jimmy Fallon. Is likable. He's annoying, but he's at least he laughs at my jokes. He laughs at my jokes. That's all that matters. I sound. I almost sound like Jason. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He laughs at my jokes. Uh, so those were our top of the year. Mm. Hopefully, we get to do standalone reviews for these movies that we haven't that uh we are going to watch soon, like Babylon. Yeah, hopefully the whale. Yeah, we'll probably do Babylon the whale. All the ones we've been hoping to see and, and talk about. Because, yeah, like we said, me and Justin haven't talked about movies in like three months, except through passing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Happy New Year, everyone. I Happy New one. Year. Happy Boob Year. Um, join us next week when we talk about our most anticipated of 2023, which is this year. Mm-hmm. All the movies coming out this year. Uh, should be an exciting time. Should be a good year of movies, hopefully. Um Follow Justin on social media yes. to, let him, to find out when he's doing Follow shows. me on Instagram. Call me yeah. an asshole. I don't care. Do it. Um, I won't yeah. cry. So, yeah. Let us know what you guys are watching. What were your favorites of the year, of last year? Uh, follow us on all things social media, Spotify. I don't know. Wherever you listen to us, thank you for mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. And join us next week for another episode. We're glad to be back. Happy New Year, everyone. Bye. Bye.